Want the secret content framework for creating content that sells? Stay tuned right here, right now. It's On Air Brands. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the On Air Brand Show. I am Taj Anastasio, along with my co-host, Amber Furman. Amber, what's going on? What's up, man? All right, so I know that this is going to sound... Well, I don't know how it's going to sound, so I'm just going to say it. We come up with some of the craziest topics that you do the intro, and I forget that I'm co-hosting the show, and I'm like, well, yes, <laughs> I do want these secrets. Oh, crap, I have to talk about them. Well, that's good that that's how you feel, and you're not like, oh, how do I skip 30 seconds on the player right now? I know, right? No, I'm super excited for this. Super excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be good. You're looking badass today. Can I say that? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I... Did you get... Did you get a new tattoo? I for, why am I remembering? I did. Did. Wait, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. backwards. Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh yeah, for the so, video. Let's. I'm excited. Got a dolphin here. Yeah, it's a dolphin. It's got the northern lights in it. What I want to do is I want to take the northern light. Jesus, I'm backwards. <laughs> um, I want to do stars down my Ooh, arm. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Nice. It's gonna be cool. Get the whole Pretty sky excited, going so. on there. I know, right? right um, right. I have to decide just how much I'm willing to challenge the. Um, social appropriateness of walking into court. It's well, so... that's what I was going to say. I mean, you can get down to your wrist, really. Yeah, you know? I can go Which down is, to my wrist if I want to. This reminds to. me, there's a great meme that floats around. I, I saw it this morning, but it, it's been around a while where it's like, having a, a tattoo sleeve used to mean that you were a biker who would kill someone. And now it means that you're a gourmet chef who makes a really lovely pork belly with with balsamic drizzle. <laughs> it's so true. So I'm listening to, again, um, Think and Grow Rich mm, by Napoleon mm -hmm. Hill. And I mean, it's such a long audio book. It's like an yeah. eight hour audio book. Yeah. But it's so good. And I've I've read it before, listened to it before. But it's one of those books that every time you listen to it, you get something new. Yep. The problem is it was written in 1934. Yeah. And so some of the things that he talks about as like, there's a part where he talks about the 30 things that will keep you from being successful. And one of them is like, um, I'm listening to it and I'll let you guys go listen to it. Cause this is a kid's show. Um, and I'm like, um, your idea of what's considered promiscuous and mine are clearly two different <laughs> things. Like, it's so funny. Um, how, you can listen to something and the concept and the idea is the same. Right. But the social application of it is different, which yeah. I think ties so much into what we talk about on this show, because the marketing concepts that you and I talk about are the same marketing concepts that were talked about 20, 30 years ago. They've just yep. been updated. Absolutely. To fit the times. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the foundation of all the messaging and content that we create is discussed in breakthrough advertising uh by eugene schwartz which is from the 60s that would be the youngest it would be i think it's older than that um but you know that i mean it's it's all very much the same and the thing about these books too is if it depends on what kind of like reader not communicator but listener of consumer of content you are if you're able to like accept and translate the language a little bit too. Like my yeah. wife is someone who has like a difficult time reading stuff. Cause we'll, we'll, we'll read books from forever ago on, on different topics. And 
she has a difficult time translating the the language and uh, semantics or whatever of a 1950s, 60s, 70s book into today. Um, you know, whereas for me, I, I don't mind it too much. Um, some are tough to get through, but you know, others aren't, but you know, you go back and you read that and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh wait, these are the same kind of topics that are talked about in like Hal Elrod's miracle equation and mm -hmm. miracle morning. And it's the same, you know, like the ultimate sales machine stuff. That's the same stuff that's in this. And Oh, Blair Warren's persuasion is the same as these things, right? Like yeah. it's all just kind of trickled down and, and reiterated in modern ways and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and the stuff we're talking about every week, and especially today when it comes to content that sells is just like that. It's nothing that hasn't been very important for selling from the caveman days to today. Yeah. Which I think it's so important to realize that and to discuss it because how many times do we get stuck in that imposter syndrome moment where we're like, well, I don't have anything to say that hasn't been said already. So I guess I'm just going to sit back here and not say anything. Well, yeah. you know, think and grow rich is one of those things that's kind of considered like the Bible of personal development. Yeah. And you can read through it just like you said, and you can think of so many other books that you've read that included that stuff. And think about how many amazing pieces of information and perspectives we would miss out on if those actors had been like, well, Napoleon Hill said it. So right, yeah. I guess we're done. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, I, I like to think of it sometimes. Um, I go back and forth on this, but I think about this concept of like, especially in the personal development world or business coaching and all that kind of stuff where it's very similar to bands and musicians, mm. right? Like you can like a bunch of different bands. You're going to get, you're going to get their albums. And I guess people don't really buy albums anymore, but whatever, like you're going to go to their shows and be a fan of theirs and consume their stuff the same way that like I can read books from a bunch of different people on the same topic and I can buy courses and programs and get services and, and whatever, all different types of pro digital products from people all on the same topic. And sometimes I prefer this, you know, this person versus that person, but they're teaching the same thing in a different way. It sounds a little different or their stories resonate more with me. Like maybe this person's more, you know, has kids and references having kids a little bit more in that for whatever, like their analogies click with me more than someone who's not doing those things or, you know, yeah. there's all different, all different reasons for reiterating things from your own voice and style for sure because your vibe attracts your tribe right and so when you put yourself yep. out like you're going to get the people who resonate with you versus somebody else yeah and if you guys are listening you know maybe we'll do a full episode on this topic um at some point in time we have some amazing content planned for you today if you are listening though and you're saying man i really want to dig into this more there's an amazing book called still like an artist um and austin i can't think of his last name right now but it's called still like an artist and it traces back art history and talks about this um, idea. Cleon. Cleon, thank you. Um, it talks about the idea that modern art can be traced back centuries and then that can be traced back centuries. And, <laughs> and it all goes back to like caveman drawings and then where it goes from there. Yeah. And it's just a big reminder that there really is no unique thought. It's just how you put those together. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So now let's get into today's topic, which is, uh, you know, following up on our previous two episodes, episode 43 about attraction content and episode 44 about engagement content. Today, we are talking about content to convert and get you sales. And I have kind of four high level buckets that we'll go through here. Number one is content that talks about why them. Number two is content about why now. 
Number three is content that really introduces your product and offer kind of breaks down, gives them the info on what they need to make up an educated buying decision. Uh, and number four is pre-handling objections, right? And so the beauty of using content and digital technology for your marketing and sales is that it's multipliable, right? It's a one-to-many broadcasting channel, whether it's social podcasting videos, whatever, um, you're able to reach a lot of people at once. And so that's great for volume, but it's not great for like, if you're having a live sales conversation, you can, someone's going to have an objection and you can respond to them fluidly in conversation. But so how do we handle those kind of things with your content um, when you're not having live conversations? Or even if you're leading someone into a phone call where you sell them to pre-handle that stuff so that when you get on the phone, they've already kind of made their buying decision and you're just kind of enrolling them versus persuading them. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the last three episodes, you're going to want to go back and listen to those because they're all building on each other. And as we're talking about these why questions, we talked previously about really digging into those pain points of what causes them to reach out to you and causes them to listen to and choose to consume your content in the first place. And so all of that is going to build on what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when we talk about selling, also, I want to just put the caveat that like, it depends on your business model of what you consider like this conversion, like maybe it's doing something that gets them into a webinar, or maybe it's your webinar itself, or if they're just going and applying for enrolling in something and you have sales calls, like whatever your sales mechanism is, like this is how you lead them into your sales mechanism. Um, or if you have low ticket price, ticket stuff that you sell just like on a sales page or whatever. Right. But like, so your sales mechanism might be different, but you still want to have all this type of content that leads people into that sales mechanism, or even integrating this into this messaging into that mechanism. If it is a webinar, VSL, whatever. Um, so the first thing here is like, why them, right? Like, so we talk about like your vibe attracts your tribe. You've followed the last two episodes. You've attracted the right type of people into your world based on the problems they have and how you solve them. You've uh, engaged them. So they're educated, they're confident, they know, like, and trust you. So if they do decide to buy something, it's going to be from you. They have a preference for you and your brand. And so now we want to say like, Hey, why you? And this is something you can do through customer success stories and customer interviews and all that kind of stuff, but really highlighting uh, previous examples and social proof of who has gotten results from the things that you do, who enjoys the products that you put out and all that kind of stuff and, and highlighting them. And we talked about in the previous episodes, one of the objections people have when it comes to buying is not necessarily anything to do with you and your brand or your product. It could be like, I love you. I know I like, can trust you. I would refer you to everybody. I know that your product obviously is great. Your service is great. However, I am not confident in myself that this is going to work for me because I'm a special snowflake and I'm different than everybody else that you've talked about in your case studies or testimonials. Right. And so that's where we need to really connect and resonate with people. So they have that self-confidence. This is for me. Yeah. Um, I don't trust myself is a huge objection that any person who sells anything other than a done for you product is going to experience. And even a done for you product, they might have a lack of trust in their ability to communicate and cooperate with you to allow yeah. you to do the service. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is where so much of what you and I Todd talk about um, comes in, especially on the mindset and NLP side of things. 
I don't trust myself always without exception masks itself as time and money in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if somebody yeah. says, I don't have time and I don't have money, like mm -hmm. those are the two biggest objections you're going to get from somebody. And when you dig down, there's always something underneath. And more often than not, that something underneath is I've tried a million marketing um, things and they just didn't work yeah. for me. Well, that's another thing too, is people who talk about, well, I tried that and it didn't work. And mm -hmm. uh, if it's a DIY, you can handle that conversation one way. It was done for you. It's a different thing. I actually was, uh, I met some, a chiropractor a couple of years ago. We were talking about his ideal clients and his ideal clients were someone who had been to two other chiropractors first. And it's like, well, the reason he wants that is because he, one, they're committed to solving their pain, right? Like they, they're, they've gone through the process, but two, the first, I, this is it. I forget the details is this use this for whatever industry you're in. But like the first time someone went to a chiropractor, like they didn't know how to properly communicate the issues that they were having. And so they're going to go with someone a couple times and it's not going to work. But to no fault of anyone, it's just that they didn't know how to use it. Right. You know, the person, the chiropractor didn't know how to communicate and extract that information from them properly or whatever. And so he wanted someone who had experience working with chiropractors before so that when they came to him, he knew they, they could very quickly go through those first initial conversations that that person, when they were completely uneducated and went to a chiropractor the first time, they weren't able to do and then they failed. So being able to bring that to the table, like if it is, if you do provide a service, like you said, the trust in yourself is a little less of an issue with a done for you service, but it's still there, especially if someone hasn't gotten results before. And that's where your process, your fulfillment, your management your account management, client services, whatever, like your fulfillment side of things can take you to the next level. And you can say, hey, if you've worked with a chiropractor before and it didn't work, it's probably because they didn't, you know, you never want to put blame on the person mm -hmm. because then you're just guilting and shaming them and that doesn't make people feel good. They don't want to buy. But when you say it's, it's probably because that chiropractor didn't know how to ask the right questions in the right order and he just dove in too quickly to the wrong thing or you know, whatever. And you can give a couple of reasons why it doesn't work out with other chiropractors and then say, we have a proper system for making sure we're working on the right thing. We get to the root of the problem, whatever, those types of things. So that's how you can create that, that content to handle those kind of objections around previous bad experiences or yeah. the trusting in themselves issue. And you can do this in your content in a mass one-to-many communication if you have done a good enough job of building that no like, and trust factor, yep. what I'm about to say will get you like blocked by everybody hands down if you don't have the no like, and trust right. factor. Um, so in NLP, this there's this term called slide of mouth. And I think we've talked about this mm -hmm. a little bit. We yep. call it slap and tickle in my circle because that's <laughs> what it feels like. Like, let me push you out of your own way and then apologize for it. And I've never seen it used so well in a one-to-many environment than when I was at a conference and I was listening to some people talk about a program that they offered. And they said, I can't offer you a guarantee that or a money back guarantee on this. I can tell you that I know my program works. I don't know if you do. Mm -hmm. And I thought, holy cow, like yeah. how real is that? Um, but if you're going to, if you're going to take that approach to attack that objection first, you have to spend some time with your audience building that no like and trust factor. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about, you know, the relationship first and having the ability and access to have those types of conversations with people. Um, 
Simon Sinek, who I, I can give or take sometimes. I like some of his stuff. I, I dislike other stuff that he puts out. But he had a video on Instagram yesterday, actually, that was about how do you have these hard, how do you have hard conversations with someone? And it was by starting off and saying, like, I'm about to have a, a difficult, I, I, we need to have a difficult conversation. And honestly, I'm uncomfortable about it. And I'm a little bit afraid that I might say something that unintentionally triggers you. And I guess, and, and by doing that, you kind of soften the expectations. Like we were talking about last week, like when you go and see improv versus a fully produced movie, yeah, your expectations are different. And so, you know, okay, this is something it's going to be difficult. I'm bracing myself. But if, if they say something that triggers me in a negative way, I know to pause for a second, even if you do end up getting triggered or offended, like, you know, okay, let me just take a breath and not react right away. And so I think the way that you frame those things, and it has to be with, you know, with people that do know, like, and trust you and know that you're coming from a good place and say, Hey, I'm here to transform your life. But that means getting you out of your current comfort zone and fighting the person um, I want to be with you fighting the old you and creating the new you. And that's going to be very uncomfortable for you. So if you're open to being uncomfortable, here's the next part of the conversation, right? Yeah. The, the other side of that, and then um, I'll move off this topic so we can move on. Um, Cause I feel like we could do a whole episode on this. Um, the other side of that topic is that this is where people start to cringe as service providers, because now yeah. they've given all their content out, they've created their funnel, and now it's time to have these conversations with people. And they know that these objections are coming. And now all of our fears as service providers start to pop in. And if you have those apprehensions, those come across in the energetic exchange when you're talking to somebody and they just don't know what, but something doesn't feel right and you don't yeah. feel genuine. So you have to allow yourself to get past anything that's in your head of what if I offend them or what if um, they say no, or what if this, or what if that? Um, so I'll leave it with this one of um, my favorite things that my coach has ever said to me is when you go into a sales conversation, there's always a seller and there's always a buyer. And you might know which one you're going into, you, which one you are going into it, but you either sell your product or they sell you their excuses. Yeah. Yeah. I think and, that's and classic. From, yeah. Classic from the movie Boiler Room, which is so yeah, um, Yeah. Which, you know, fun trivia. That's based on the same firm from the Wolf of Wall Street. Is it um, really? Yep. Fun fact. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, we talked, you want to get them, why them? You want to start pre-handling some of those objections. We talked about some of them, um, but just knowing what objections are going to come up, you can do this from having those live conversations with people, from doing research online, seeing what conversations people have and questions they ask around other similar products or services online, um, but knowing what potential objections are going to come up and knowing how to handle those, that's all great content to create. The why now piece is uh, is very interesting and super important. And people need a why now in order to take action, right? Because if there's no, I don't want to use the word deadline, but if there's no reason to act now, then they will put it off. Now, you can create urgency in a lot of different ways. You can talk about, hey, we are launching a new program. The cart is only open for the next three days, right? That's a reason why now. I don't love that, um, but... That is, a t that is a business model that people use, right? Like, hey, we're open for the next three days only. That's why you need to act now. Other reasons, though, could be like, you know, maybe you can give away bonuses for a short period of time. Your program might always be open, but it's like, hey, if you sign up now, you're going to get this. Or, you know, if it's time-based, like, hey, we're doing a March, you know, a mid-March cohort, which starts March 15th. Obviously, that's a reason that things need to start now. Or we have three openings available 
you know, whatever you need to communicate that, why they need to take action now. A, um, a big reason I like to talk about and include in content that not a lot of people highlight is the opportunity cost and consequences of not taking action. And that's a good reason for them to take action now that has nothing to do with, oh, there's a timer on the sales page that's creating, you know, triggering trauma in your life to make you try and take action, right? Like we're not forcing anyone with false scarcity, you know, where, oh, we have a, we sell a video course that we could have a million people watch, but there's only quote unquote, a hundred seats available, right? Like, uh, or there's a PDF or it's software or whatever, right? like that kind of thing. False scarcity is no good. But when you can create that true why now, like, hey, it's cool. If you're not interested in this, that's fine. But if you don't take action, think about what's going to happen if this piles up for 30 more days or six more months or another year. Like those are consequences that can the, that can help create urgency when you don't have scarcity or timing, you know? Yeah. And for God's sake, please do not put a timer on your sales page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, unless it's tell, real. Like it's like, hey, unless it's March, real. Exactly. March 1st, we're doing a live four week thing and you have to sign yeah. up by... February 28th, right? Like, but did, um, did I tell you my timer story from my event? I don't think so. Oh my dear God. So there was a guy at an event that I went to and he was selling a book writing weekend. Mm -hmm. And when I went to talk to him to get information, I swear this is what he did. He took his laptop. He, he gave me his pitch. And then he took his laptop, he opened it up, and there was like a bomb timer on it. <laughs> I do remember right? you telling me that and at some point. It was yeah. like 14 minutes. And I was like, I need some time to think about it. And he's like, okay, you have this much time till the price goes up. Yeah, and I'm that's like, crazy. Um, and like in person too. Like, yes. It's and like, imagine he just if sat he t- down and looked at Imagine me. if he flipped like an egg timer. He just goes, <laughs> he's like, oh, great. You're interested here. Boop. If, when the sand runs out, it's over. I know, right? I'm like, what just happened here? So, and And especially in that kind of situation, like, couldn't he have just said like, before you leave, you have to sign up before you leave today. Yeah. Right. Like that's nope. an easy, there's an easy deadline. 14 minutes and leave. 59 seconds. But like, like and, and you're standing next to him and you're like, so in 15 minutes and 10 seconds, what exactly is going to happen where exactly. I can't like tell you yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was pretty interesting. I was like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, so nope. that's, uh, yeah. Avoid those, um, unnecessary fake timers it's in, all, in in live situations like that and uh and on your sales page all right on that um, on that note yeah. though another thing you can do for that um why now is create that exclusivity right so we mm-hmm. talked about bonuses but you can also create um a experience or an exclusive um, arrangement for people who sign up during yeah. this period of time, right? Which is something that not only meets that why now, but people want to buy things that makes them feel special. And for if sure. you create some sort of an exclusive um, arrangement for them or experience for them, then you're kind of knocking off those two things at a time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and you could do say, hey, everybody can enroll in this XYZ at any time. But for the next four weeks, I'm go- I'm going to be doing live Zoom Q and A's on Tuesdays at three. If you want in on that, sign you know sign up before those are live. You know that that's good, and and then that creates the ex- exclusivity. And if you wanted to do it, hey, we're only having ten people in because we want it to be an intimate group where I'm we're actually interacting. You know, you can you can definitely create and add bonuses or additions and exclusive VIP type stuff that creates that urgency to get people to take action now for sure. Um, and then communicating that in, in your content. And uh, 
The last thing here on the list is introducing your product or offer. Now, this is just basically like when you're in school and you learn like how to communicate stuff like the five W's or whatever, you know, who, yeah. uh, did I, is that right? Who, what, where, when, why, and how, right? So like, that's the stuff like having a piece of content. It can be an episode, a video, your sales page, whatever, but like, make sure you're actually answering the question. Like, who is this perfect for? What problems does it solve? What's in it for them and what transformation do they get? What are the benefits and all that kind of stuff? Um, what's included and what do they get? And what are the features of your product or service um, that are all included? Like you do need to answer those. You know, we always talk, I do it. A lot of people talk about like, oh, well, you don't want to just talk. You don't want to talk about features. You want to talk about benefits and problem solving and transformations and all that stuff. That's true. But also at some point you need to tell them this is what you're getting. Right? Yeah. And I, and I want to highlight this because I just realized it. I was about to make a comment and then I was like, Todd did this and either he listened to me or it was completely coincidental. So I'm going to go with, he listened to me. Of course um, I did. What is in, it? <laughs> in the, um, in the wise, in the, in the, um, what your product is. If you take a look at how Todd has structured the things that we've talked about today, um, the why them, the why now, that's the why that we always talk about. Then if you move over on our little circle, you have the what, which is what your product is, all the W's that Todd just talked about. Mm -hmm. Then you have the how, which is a little bit of a piece of, of how it's going to happen without all the good stuff, because that's what they pay for. Yep. And then you pre-handle your objections and that's your what if. Like we talk about doing why, what, how, what if as a communication strategy. And I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that's not coincidence. That's not coincidence. <laughs> it's, it's all, you know, it's funny because when people come to us, us at Tresnik Media, they don't realize like, oh, it's like, oh, what should I say in my social media? I need like topics and ideas to talk about. But it's like, that's one of the things. But also it's about like the order of those things happening so that you connect with the right people and actually get them to pay attention and, and create demand and interest and, and get them to move along the customer journey. And that doesn't happen. That happens because you say things in the right order, not because you're just randomly talking about topics that we did keyword research on. So it's, that's super important in the attraction phase, which we talked about in episode 43. Um, but you need to make sure that you're starting those conversations in the right way. Like Amber just said, why, what, how. I love it. I'm so yeah. proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how we try and structure each each of our episodes as well, right? I mean, that's our the, our Google Doc template is, is outlined in that way to make it easy for us when we're brainstorming and dumping into what we're going to talk about make sure we're putting those things in the right way. So seriously, that's how everything should be done. If you're listening mm -hmm. to this and you don't have a template for every Facebook post that you make, every mm -hmm. podcast episode that you make that goes, why, what, how, what if, mm -hmm. then you're losing 75% of your clients. Yeah, for sure. And leaving a lot on the table. And so if you didn't catch the last episode, last couple episodes, 43 and 44, they go with this one, which is, should be episode 45. You go to onairbrands.com slash show to check out the rest of those episodes and catch up on this series. Um, I think we also are going to start putting together a playlist. Um, can't remember if we talked about this yet or not, but, um, a couple people started asking me on social media about, uh, you know, what, what are some episodes around creating content topics? Um, cause they were thinking about launching a show and doing some other stuff. So we're gonna start putting together, um, playlists cause we've got a year, a full year under our belt now here, um, doing the show together. That. Yeah. So, uh, we got a lot of episodes, go to onairbrands.com slash show to catch up on the la on this latest sequence, uh, series. There's also a freebie you can sign up for down on the bottom, which is how to promote your show if you have a show or any content it works for. And make sure you're subscribed because we're coming with more great stuff next Wednesday, and we will catch you on the next episode.